0: quick, Just a um, brief story of where we've been, some of our S.U.M. students in the house. Going to get some noise from my S.U.M. students. Praise God. S.U.M., for those who don't know about it, it's a, it's a Bible college, fully accredited. And right here we have these slogans, change lives, indigenous people, leaders that produce change. And let me tell you what, S.U.M., we have like this hype, this one time throughout the year where we all come together from different cohorts. I'm talking about Florida, Miami, my my man. My family in Miami, we're talking about California, we're talking about Nebraska, we're talking about Louisiana, we're talking about Louisville, Kentucky, all these different places, and 25 more locations opening up next fall, so we're about to blow this thing up, okay, guys? So we're all coming together just for this one thing, Mardi Gras. And if you guys don't know anything about Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras is the biggest party I believe the U.S. has. I'm talking about it's bigger than the 4th of July, it's bigger than all these different things. Why? Why? Because people come here, just imagine like a house party, but outdoors, on the streets. And there's parades going on, but don't think it's all fun and games. People go there deliberately to sin. And I'll tell you what, S.U.M. students, Bible college students, we find ourselves in the heart of where people want, don't want to hear about God. in the place that God is rejected the most, you would seem, that doesn't make any sense. But let me tell you what, who needs the, who needs the doctors and not the sick? Can I get a praise, God? Praise God. So let me tell you what, we were out there 250 of a strong, loving God. And, matter of fact, can we get the Facebook page up? I'm going to give you an idea. I'm going to play a little bit of what happened out there so you guys can get that inside your heart. Some of you guys have calls in your life. If you guys are thinking about a Bible college, don't think about no Moody. Don't think about anything else. S U M right here. I'm saying we're blowing up. God is moving and grooving. And you guys want to be a part of that? Find us after service. We'll tell you more about it. But let me tell you what, we went out there. Just believe in God to move. And before I get into the message, I'm going to have some of my S.U.M. students come up and speak to you guys and share some of the stories, some of the, <laughs> the testimonies that had happened. Then I'm going to tell you what, man, this, this is crazy. God is good. I'm going to actually play a couple videos for you guys. You go ahead and play the first one I have down. No, 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 not that one. All the way down. Um, 250 of us strong right here. That one right there in HQ. Now, before they play a click, stop it. I'm going to give you an ad- example. We just came back. This is Monday night. We just come back, and it was supposed to be the largest crowd it's ever been. People, you have to understand what happens. We have to understand what happens this day. Monday, literally, New Orleans shuts down as a city. And so what happens is our uh, businesses are closed, our schools are closed, everything is closed so that people can come out and enjoy Bourbon Street and have fun. But let me tell you what. Literally, the, the, the street is filled with filth. You can see barf, you can smell it, you can see, you smell urine, you can see the garbage on the side of people just throwing things, and not only filth, just like the, the filth you would see from trash, but like people, what they're doing, like people are getting high, stone drunk, people are just slopping into the wall because that's how drunk they are, and people exposing themselves, letting their bodies be abused in that way. Let me tell you what, Monday was one of the, 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 the largest crowds that we had. We just came back preaching Jesus Christ on the streets. It gets intense, people. I'm not talking about just passing out a flyer, because anybody can do that, right? Anybody can pass out a flyer, but never open up their mouth and tell them about Jesus Christ. Let me tell you what, we were opening up our mouths, and it was challenging. Yes, you better believe that, because not everybody on those streets wants to hear Jesus Christ. But let me tell you what, for those who received it, for those who opened up the ears, for those who say, you know what, I want Jesus, they got saved. And we're going to share some of these testimonies. These are just some of my, my... Brothers and sisters in the Lord, how crazy they are! And this is—we just came in, we just got together, and it's the first thing that started coming on off. You can play. It's
1: 250
0: SUM students,
1: crazy for God. Man.
0: I'm telling you. And in there, you can just see different core. Miami, Oakland, in the front, Winston-Salem. Just basically coming back and God just doing amazing work. Because you know why we were shouting? Because we were coming back in our buses. We were sharing testimonies. People got healed. I'm not talking, oh, they got I'm talking, people got healed. You have this one testimony, Leilani, one of ours. She went and she was praying with some of her, her her partner from Oakland, they were praying for this one young man who man had a cast. I guess he had a wrist fracture. There was a fracture in his wrist and he was going on. It wasn't like a white cast, but those ones that you put to stabilize it and hold it. And he was walking around Mardi Gras and here he is with his mom and his, and his, and his mother. And they're walking around Mardi Gras and here we are. We're just asking, God, can you, can you heal this person? Can we pray for you so God can heal you? Okay. We're just coming up to these people and we're asking, praying. And they're praying for them. And they're like, can we take it off? They're taking off the bandages. And this young man, Sticks up his hand in the air, starts wiggling his hand. His mom and his dad's reaction are just like they're excited. And this young man's just like You would think like what's wrong with that boy? What's wrong? But God healed him. On the streets. Faith. These people had faith where they received it. You have not because you asked not. And we were going out there, there were some powerful testimonies. And I'll just start it off and I want some of my SUM students to go ahead and, and uh, line up. I want Deanna Lely and Liz to come on up because these are the ones that we have from from Article. I want you guys to come on up here right now. Come on, give it up for them as they come on up. Come on. And Cynthia as well. I want Cynthia to come on up here. I want all of them to share. I want them to share what God did. And and we have some powerful stories. I'm just going to share this one story. Um, This one story. And and God is good, guys. Okay, so here was this one lady. Her name was Mia. This is the power of God going up, people. This is the power of God. Let them blow you away. Not what we did, but what God did in those streets. I'll share two with you. I'll make them brief. The first one I share with the one-on-one class here with these tall giants on the streets, tall, big guys, and I come right up to them. I'm just, hey, what's going on? They have these huge, massive, and Mardi Gras people get drunk. They get wasted. Okay, and you see them just like that's all their purpose. They'll cuss you off. If you talk about Jesus. So here I am. I'm talking to them. I'm like, hey, what's that? And I point to their bureau. Oh, this is, and they tell me what it is, and I'm not really interested, I just want to have a conversation with them and talk to them about Jesus Christ so there were four of them, and I remember just talking to them, and as the conversation started shifting toward Jesus Christ, three of the guys left one stayed. And I was talking to them. They were Minnesota players, Minnesota State University. One of those guys was going into the draft, going to get drafted by the NFL. That's the guy that stayed back. His three friends were like, oh, Jesus, come on, come on, guys. Because we were all around there. You saw the SUM sweater, so they saw us. So I'm talking to the one guy. One guy was a Christian. He was out there with his friends. Peer pressure got him. He was out there. The conviction of the Lord in quick, this guy from her face was just like, oh, I'm drink. Rededicated his life on the street. I'm saying, man, I'm not forcing you to do anything. You know, please pray for me. Pray for me, man. I want to rededicate. I don't want this. Come on. This man was rededicating his life to God, and I'm tell you what, he's more blessed for another testimony. A little, a little young lady by the name of Mia. Uh, she might have been in, in her 20s to 30s. I don't know, but I remember she ran into us. It was hard not to talk to Mia because Mia was drunk so bad that she was wobbling into people that she could not stand up straight. So she literally bumped into me some ah. I'm like, oh, hey. And it was easy for us to talk to her. Hey, what are you doing? Um oh, sorry. And she was just drunk, blasted drunk. And we're like, we can go to the wall. We can talk to you. No, I'll be fine. And she literally, this lady's just, okay, but she's about to fall down. Like, God, help us. So right away, we were talking to her. We are letting her know what we're about. And right, we knew that, you know, she couldn't really understand or receive because she was drunk. And so, okay, we know what? All right, can I pray for you, Mia, that you can sober up, that you can start receiving the word of God, that this alcohol wouldn't be a distraction, but you will receive it on fertile soil? Can I pray that for you? Yes. So I'm over here with my partner, eyes open, and my heart God, so we're praying, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we start praying that she will be sober up, sober-minded, so she can receive. And we looked up, she, she's still smelling like Alcohol. He's like, okay, talk to me. So we started talking to her. She was still a little bit wobbly, and we talked to her. And long story short, my partner had a word for Mia just speaking into her life. Mia was receiving the whole entire thing, telling us, like, her life story and things about what had happened in her life. And at the end, we prayed for Mia that God would just continue to speak and use her. And then she said she had a relationship with God, but sometimes it's hard, and she'll get the part left, and she'll get distracted. We prayed for her. And one more time, before she left her, Mia, I still believe God can still sober you up, and you can walk out of here understanding what God did, and you walk home. Can I pray for you? Okay. I'm praying for this lady. We're praying, God, just touch her. God, use her. God, do this different thing. Amen. Amen. We give her a hug. She was excited. And I'm walking off. Our, our leaders had called us. And I'm looking off. I just see Maya walking like this. Walking sober-minded like she, she knows she, this lady was running into us. She was just walking out of Mardi Gras. God had touched her. God was doing something great. And that's only my testimonies. There's hundreds of testimonies that people got saved and were rocked by Jesus Christ. And we're just going to keep on going down the line. Come on. Amen.
2: Amen. So obviously God did just wonderful things out on the street. And the personal testimony that just hit my heart so hard, it didn't even happen on the streets. Um, We had heard a preacher, and he was telling us about divine interruptions. It's not always what it looks like. Something can be happening, but really God already knows, and we have no idea. So me and my partner, his name was Daniel Perez. He's watching now. He's a great guy. And um, we're going out to dinner, and we're going through this parking lot, and there's tents all over, and there's mattresses, and it's just completely packed. And I'm like, I don't think we should be walking through here, because the rest of our SUMers were either in front of us or behind us. I'm like, I don't think this is a good idea. And he's like, no, it's not what it looks like. I was like, okay, he's crazy, but let's just go. So we're walking, and there's two men on top of a mattress. They're like, where are your mattress? Where are your drinks and things like that? We're like, no, we're not about that. We're not from here. What are you guys doing here? And they're telling us they're preparing for Mardi Gras. These people stay out the night before sleeping there. So they hop off. I'm talking to one guy. His name is Patrick. He's talking to the guy named Tanner. Um, Tanner knew who the Lord was and backslid, and he had this excruciating pain in his back, and my partner began to pray for him, and he was instantly healed, right there on the spot. And I was like, man, God, it's not what it looks like. you know. And I was able to fr- pray for his pet friend Patrick, who had just moved there that Friday. This was like on Sunday or something. He had just moved there. And I got to pray for him, and he asked God to come into his life and to help him because he knew he was messed up. So right there, God was doing amazing things on the street and then in a parking lot, you know? So that was awesome. And personally, God just spoke to me. We were on a 21-day fast before Mardi Gras, and the Lord gave me a song, and it was just a simple song. It kept saying, give me something fresh, give me something new, give me everything that is of you. And every day for the fast, I would sing it to God. And on our last day there, our last day there, God sang it to me, and he said, I didn't give you those words to sing to me. I was singing them to you. I want something fresh. I want something new. I want everything that is of you, and God sang that over me, and I just wept, and I wept, and that that was our last day there. I'm like, God, I am giving it my all. I'm not going to be ashamed. I'm going to preach my guts out, and that's what I did, and just God is good. That's it. God is good.
3: All right, everyone. Man, so right before Mardi Gras happened, you have to tell my voice is shy because we were, you know, preaching that word. But um, man, right before Mardi Gras happened, you know, I was just praying, like praying and praying for repentance. Like God put it so much on my heart for just a spirit of conviction to fall that people would have a genuine heart to turn from their sin and turn it back to the Lord. And so, um, man, it was it was like it was like I didn't have to do much, you know, like I just preach the word, gospel, you know, Jesus loves you, he wants a relationship with you. I remember there was um, this one young man and his three boys, they were all posted up, you know, trying to act hard, and I come up, I'm like, hi, my name is Deanna, from Chicago, and right away, his three friends left, they just, they were not interested, but he stayed listening, and that's what he did, he just listened. I told him the gospel, told him Jesus died for you on the cross. Jesus wants a relationship with you. Man, what does this world have to offer you? And he's just listening. He's asking a few questions I'm answering and asking, ask him, you know, do you want that relationship with God? Do you want to know him? Do you want to genuinely know him? And it's like, yeah, I do. And so, man, people just got saved. You know, we were rolling in 250 deep. Over 500 people on those streets of Gras got saved, gave their lives to the Lord. Come on, guys, that's a amazing, 500 people, that's amazing, and man, something that God did to me, just in my heart, man, he gave me so much confidence, not just confidence, you know, to talk, you know, to, to share the word, but, you know, in the spiritual realm, dude, like, we all have so many gifts, and God was just really using me in the spiritual, you know, like, I remember there was this This lady, her heart was so hard. Like I was just, I was talking to somebody else, but she came right away and she was like, you know, what do you expect me to do? Why are you out here? You expect me to pour out my drink and zip up my shirt? What do you want from me? And God just used me to just listen to her, listen, listen, and and I just started finishing her sentences because God was already telling me she would finish her, I would finish her sentence like hypocrites family, and she'd be like, yes, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying, and man, like, God will use in the spiritual to soften someone's heart, to get them to listen, you know, and so, be encouraged, man, 500 people giving their lives to the Lord, my heart is so renewed, I have the joy of the Lord, because I know that anything's possible
4: with God, man, amen, amen, Um, amen, um, Well, um, while I was in Mardi Gras, God just renewed um renewed this this uh, uh longing for submission. How many of us here like to submit? It's hard, right? It's hard. It's hard to be under authority, it's hard to submit to people. You know, um in my in my group there was this th- I had a leader and, and and okay, my leader's not saved. long as me, my leader, you know, my leader doesn't do half the things I do, I'm like, okay, I'm a leader, blah, blah, and this and that, but I went there, and I had to submit under my leader's authority, how many of you guys know that your leaders here, we're under authority, right, Adam, he's under authority, you know, and there just needs to be this, this renewed sense of submission, you know, so anyways, long story short, short, you know, she's telling me like, you know, you have to stay in this vicinity, blah, 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 like when you do this, when you do that, this isn't that, I stayed in the place where she told me to stay. And do you guys know that right while I was standing there, and I, I, I was like, damn, I had this stinky, thinking, thinking attitude, this lady fell. Long story short, she like popped something out of her knee. I got to pray for her healing right there. Come on. Under authority. So, yeah, I could tell you more and more and more stories, but you know. <laughs> okay.
5: Hey guys, uh, this is gonna be hard. But um, so this is what happened. You know, I'm going to some Mardi Gras. You know, we we want to preach the word, all this stuff. But inside of me, you know, it's, I have a callous heart. You know, it's like I walked in when you know you need to get right, or you can't, you have to get left. You know, it's like you need to repent or perish. You know, I came in with like that. Like I'm gonna go in hard. I'm just gonna tell them what I think about, and that's it. They point out their sin. But the Lord broke me the second day there, dude. I just I got on my knees and I wept. I wept and I wept and I wept to the point where it was just like Lord. I just want the people that I talk to to see the Jesus in me, to show them the mercy, to show them the love that, that that you put in me, you know. And so I'm going to the first person I talk to, you know, me and my aunt, my my uh, my partner, Andrew, we go home and we're like, okay, we're just going to stand here and wait for someone to come to us. And lo and behold, there's this one guy, he fire in hand and everything, and he's just like, and he looks at us, and I was like, oh, my gosh, is that him? You know, and he just takes a step toward and he comes towards us, and he's like, what is this about, you know. And I let my 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 partner just talk to him, just talk you know and and I'm looking at him, and this guy is just like like he he can't he can't stop looking at me, and like every time I would just look I was looking at him dead in the face, dead in the face, just like you know like just with my eyes I have big eyes, okay, and I'm looking at him, and he's just like he can't he can't like focus on looking at me, he kind of just like tweaks, and I was like, oh my gosh Lord, does he have a demon, does he have a Because he's kind of looking weird, you know and dude, um, he he's he was basically Catholic, and then his and then he turned into an atheist, and then he was talking about being a Scientologist, and the Lord gave me a word for him, and I was like, ask him why he why he became an atheist, and I was like, you know what what happened, you know why did why did you become an atheist? Cause you know he started believing in Scientology, and he's like, my grandmother died, and I was just like, Bam, from there on, my my partner ministered to him, dude. I laid hands, like it was quick, like he's just here, here. two two tears, and I just laid hands on him, and he started weeping and weeping, and he broke, dude, dude, and then by the end of the conversation, he was just wailing, and just wailing, like he was just, I was just praying for deliverance, praying for healing, praying for all that stuff, and and it was just, I wasn't even going hard at him, I was just praying for all this stuff, like the mercy, just the love, And, and I got him, you know, he set free, He's walking the streets. He left. He went home. He gave his life to God. And he he forgave God because he had blamed him for his grandmother's death. You know? And so, there you go. That's what happened to me and Mardi Gras. (laughs) Let's
0: praise God right now. Come on. Just praise God. Come on. Give him a shout of praise. Come on. I'll tell you what. If you can't able to praise God for what God is doing in people's lives, you'll never receive anything. And you'll never be thankful for God. If you can't rejoice at salvation, what God is doing for other people, I mean, that should get you excited. Nothing's going to happen in your life. You guys are wrong. It's only about me, what I can do. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise in this place for what God did on those streets. Come on. Come on. Thank you, God. And right now, let's just pray for those people. Father God, what you did in Mardi Gras, God, how you used the student body of SUM, Father, and the leaders. Father, pray that those people that we touch, Father, the people that we reach through your Holy Spirit would remain in you, Father God. They will grow in the knowledge and the fear of the Lord every day. And Father God, may they bring back testimonies of how one day their life was changed because we were out there, Father God, doing your will. In Jesus' name I pray. Praise God. Praise God, guys. So here it is. I really want to keep the atmosphere really, just really open to the spirit. Okay? And I'll tell you, our experience out there was great. We had different pastors from different places, from the cohorts, the satellite campuses, for example, um, Orlando, or not Orlando, but Ormond Beach, Florida, Miami. Their pastors came and shared a word, okay, from Omaha. They were coming and they were sharing what God was putting on their heart for us. And there were some awesome times, guys, some awesome times and some great words. And this one word that really stuck out for the entire SUM body on Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras Tuesday, the last day of this entire event. His name was Pastor Jim Rayley from Ormond Beach. And he came and he gave a powerful word. And the title of it was this, Four Things That Hell Has That You Need. You're probably thinking to yourself, like, what does hell have that I can possibly need? And when you look at a picture like this, you're thinking that that has nothing that I need. Nothing that I need. I want you guys to open up your Bible right now to Luke 16. Let's get there. Let's get there. Let's get there. Father, speak to us in Jesus' name. Luke 16, 19 through 31. And here is a parable, the Bible calls it before it gives it a title. It says, The Rich Man and Lazarus. We don't have it up on the screen. If you guys got your Bibles, you can follow along. As a matter of fact, you can find it online that can help them out. We'll give you a second with that. But right now, while she's finding that, I want you guys, in your mindset and in your hearts, ready to receive this. Because this is a word that everybody will receive if they don't want it. But it's for those who are wanting and saying, God, I want you to use me. God, I want you to speak to me so I can go forth and change this world. Not on my own strength, but by your spirit. And if you guys want that, I just want you to just raise your hands right now. Lift both your hands right now. If you guys want this, I'm going to pray. For those that are raising their hands, they're going to receive it. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, Lord, I pray that you will touch even... Every single one of these students, Father God, that the words that are spoken in this place, that God, they will receive it. You will touch them, you will anoint it by your spirit. That God, they will be for they will be sent forth to preach in boldness and authority. It is theirs in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Receive that. Here it is, the rich man Lazarus. Do we have it up there? Luke 16, 19 to thirty one. I'll read it up and she can follow on when you get there. It says this. There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in luxury every day. At his gate was laid a beggar named Lazarus, covered with sores and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his sores. 22. Then came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried in hell. And all besides this between us and you is a great chasm that has been fixed so that those who want to go from here to you cannot, nor anyone to cross over from there to us. He answered, Then I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my father's house, for I have five brothers. Let him warn them so that they will come, not also come to this place of torment. Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. No, Father Abraham, he said, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. 31 in closing. He said to them, if they do not listen to Moses and to the prophets, they will not be convinced even if someone rises from the dead. Let me tell you what, young people. There will be a day when every one of you will stand before the Lord God Almighty And at that point in time, it's not going to be all the accomplishments that you did or how many degrees you got or how many championships you might have won or how many friends you might have made. At that day and time, the Bible says it's for a man to be appointed to live once. And after that death, then judgment. You will stand before the Lord God Almighty. And on that day, you cannot go back and do it again. There is no re-over, redo or doing it again. But I'll tell you what, what you did in this lifetime now, you will stand before the Lord. And he will judge you and he will look at all the things, four things that hell has that you need. Number one, the spirit of intercession. Verse 24, let's get there. The spirit of intercession. Verse 24, can we move up on there, please? Verse 24 says this. So he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water then cool my tongue because I am in agony in this fire starts off. So he called to them. The spirit of it says, I believe right now in hell. There are people that are crying out to God, that are praying to God. They're praying to a God that will not hear him, that cannot hear him. People who, who now realize the torment and in the agony. God, save us. God, do something. They're crying out loud. They're praying to a God. But he does not hear them, friends. He cannot. And right now, I'm talking to a bunch of young people that we're always telling you, go out and pray and do these different things. And sometimes we can see prayer as a chore. And we don't like it. We don't do it just because we feel like it's a waste of time, just because we can't see nothing's happening in front of us. But right now in hell, people are crying out to God because they realize they get it. It's real. Isaiah 55, verse 6. Isaiah 55, you can stay up there. I'll just get to him in my... In my Bible here, Isaiah fifty five verse six. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to it. Praise God. Isaiah 55, 6 says this Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. You young people have the opportune, chance today of going out and telling people about Jesus Christ. Oh, that may have gotten old to you, but for somebody else who's dead in their sins, that's the greatest news they can ever receive. It's sometimes because we have the attitude like, oh, I just know Jesus Christ. I'm fine about my good self. And we never go out and we never tell our friend because we're too afraid. My friend, at that point in time, if you were to see hell, you—what's what are you so afraid of? What are you so scared of? These people are crying out to a God that if someone would have told them about it or maybe even they rejected about it. Let me tell you what. Preach Jesus Christ. Share him with your friends. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. And I speak this to all the leaders, for anybody in this place. Prayer, the spirit of intercession, that we need that for the church. Your ministry will be no greater than your prayer life. Get that. Your ministry will be no greater than your prayer life. Your life, your walk with God will be no greater than your prayer life. Some of you guys right now walking in, well, I'm going to feel God. I'm not feeling good right today. Or well, things have been going bad. How's the prayer life? Well, I spend more time talking to so-and-so than I do with God. Okay, let's be real now. Will you even talk to God? Well, I only talk to God when I'm on Elevate and on Sundays and probably before meals. Or when someone dies, that's when I realize that life is cut short and life is only meant to be like a good 70 years maybe here and there. But you will die. And then we get that sense of, man, everybody, you know, we're going to die. So we get to pray. Oh, God, you know, I pray for that person. person." Let me tell you what. Someone's dead. It's no use for praying for them. You're praying for a dead person. Pray for the people. Pray for the family. Your life, your walk with God will be no greater than your prayer life. Your ministry will be no greater than your prayer life. I'll tell you what. We're so consumed in every little thing. The ins and outs of a church. The parties, the hangouts. As a matter of fact, if you were to call a concert here in this church, you say that Jesus' culture or Hillsong was performing at Metro Praise. I'll tell you what, there will be no seat untaken in this place. Every seat will be taken. The hallways will be filled. Standing room only. But you call a prayer service or a prayer meeting, you have to beg people to come. You have to beg them to come. Let me tell you what, there is no begging. But if you guys will realize right now in hell, they're crying out to God. And we have the opportune chance now to cry and pray for our city. If you guys will realize the power in prayer, there is power in prayer. My friends, just because you cannot see it doesn't mean it's not happening. We serve a mighty God who is able. Uh, today in the news, I heard about Japan, an 8.9 earthquake, and all these things, fires erupting, and a tsunami following, wiping away villages, and I see something on Facebook, it said, pray for Japan, and well first thing that came to my mind, what's already happened, what am I praying for? No, you pray for the people there, because God can help people, God can save people, God can do things to people that we can never fathom in our little minds, Does it always have to make sense up here before we start praying it to God. Let it settle here first, God. I don't understand this, but I'm praying anyways. I'm falling to my knees and I'm crying out the spirit of intercession. Do you guys really pray? Check your hearts today. We're crying out for our friends, for our families. I'm talking about your loved ones. You may think they will never come to Christ, but I'm going to tell you, if you pray, you get on your face and you cry out to God, it's in God's hands, and God would work. His ways are not our ways. Pray. Pray. Number two. Hell has a desperate thirst. Hell has a desperate thirst. Let me tell you, verse 24 says this. So he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me and son Lazarus, to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I'm in agony in this fire. A desperate thirst. At that point in time, they're passionate to want to hear from God, they're passionate to see God. Do we have that same passion? Some of us are thirsty for the wrong things. And we wonder why we have to work ourselves up. And we wonder why we can't even feel God when we walk into a worship service. We're thirsty for the wrong things. And after, the more we seek it, it never satisfies. And let's be real. Let's be honest. There's always ups and downs. And if the, the more you, you think in yourself that the more I seek this, the more I get more of that, I'll be satisfied. But it never satisfies, my friend. You're thirsty for the wrong thing. How would God move if this youth group, if Elevate, got thirsty for souls? If you got thirsty for your schools, if you said, man, I want people to be saved, I want my friends, I want my family, I want the person who sits with me in the lunchroom to be saved. How would God move if you guys got thirsty for God? What would it look like? i tell you right now, there are thirsty people crying out to God. I wish they can do it all over again. God, I'll take it back. God, I'll live for you. God, I will serve you. God, I'll repent. I'll get rid of my attitude. God, I will go and preach the word. They're thirsty for God, but He can't hear them. Let me tell you what, Isaiah 55, the title of it says, An Invitation for Those Who Are Thirsty, Invitation to Those Who Are Thirsty. Thirsty people won't be denied, friends. Thirsty people will never be denied. Who is it that's going to work up that thirst inside of you? Not me. Not I. You have to be thirsty for it. You have to be not satisfied with the world, but satisfied with the things of God. that satisfied to see soul saves. Pastor Rayleigh, he said this, we've learned to become pacified and not satisfied. I'll say that again. We've learned to be pacified, not satisfied. We learned just to have enough, just to have our fill. Just pacify. Calm down, calm it down, calm it down. Don't be so hype. Don't be as crazy. Don't bring your Bible to church or don't bring your Bible to your school or don't read your Bible in front of your family. Pacify, tone it down, tone it down just a little bit. Don't be so loud. No, 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 no. Don't don't be so crazy. Just be Christian, be a secret Christian. And we lost the fire. Because we supplemented the thirst for God with thirst for other things. The Bible says he who hungers and thirsts for righteousness shall be filled. I don't know about you, but that's the word of God. And it tells me they shall be filled. Can I get an amen in this place? The Bible says that he who hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. I'm tired of having hype but no holiness. We can get excited. and Praise God. Praise God. And no holiness in this place. Come on. We seeking after God. Are we living right? You're so eager to preach the word and tell your friend that they're wrong. Are you right? The Bible says that take out the plank in your eye before you take out the speck in your brother's eye. Holiness. Are we living according to the word? Let me tell you what, if you're not living right and you're going out and preach the word, let me tell you, you're going to feel like a hypocrite. You're not going to even want to open up your mouth and the devil's got you because you're two people. A double-minded person, unstable in all that they do. Or you want to evangelize this week, but not next week because you just don't feel good. Let me tell you what, people, sometimes I don't feel like going out to evangelize, but no, God is greater in me. And I know that whenever I have that stinking thinking, I say, God forgive me, I'm going out there to preach your word. And let me tell you what, out there in the streets of Martigo, it did something inside of me where also there's a desperate need for people to hear the word of God. And I'm seeing people getting saved and I'm just thinking to myself, Oh my gosh. I'm thinking back home in Chicago, just elevating all the people that I know that I haven't shared with yet, just like they need to hear about Jesus Christ too. In hell right now, they're thirsty for God. You have the chance today to be passionate, to be bold for God. What's stopping you? Number three, hell has a burden for the lost. Verse 27 and 28, hell has a burden for the lost. He answered, then I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my father's house. For I have five brothers let him warn them so that they will not also come to this place of torment. 29. Abraham replied, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. Hell has a burden for the lost. Right now, there are people that are crying out for friends. You don't think. You don't think. People, people don't have this mindset. Oh, with this, when I die, I die. And these are some of the responses that we got on the streets of Mardi Gras, And they were just saying, these people are so oblivious to people that knew. And they said, I'd rather not think about it. I'd just rather think positive. Then we die. It's just dead. Nothing happens. Let me tell you what. You have a creator. And it's all evident in your body and everything in your DNA. When you look out, the Bible says that there is no mistake. There is no excuse. You see the trees. You see the sky. You know God. Creator. So there's no denying it. There's a heaven. There is a hell. Well, not it's just a heaven. Only think positive. Just to heaven, not to hell. Let me tell you what. There's a desperate thirst for souls. Stained with the burden for the lost. It, it, it just spoke to me in such a way when I heard it. I was just like stained with the burden for the lost. Let me tell you, wherever you guys have something white and you get like a coffee stand on it or any, any kind of stain on it, it just stands out. You're trying to go about your day, but, man, it's just It's obvious. Staying with the burden for the lost means that in your heart, in your life, you're always going to think about that wherever you go, you see people not the same. Because you know there is an eternal place of of, of heaven, an eternal place of hell. And that's so real that, man, I got I to gotta speak it out. I have to share it. And it's not about who gets the credit. It's not about who gets the credit. Sometimes we think, well, I only do it if I... I receive the praise or if I can build myself up or make myself good amongst my leaders or I bring so-and-so many people, look what I did. God gets the credit, my friends, and it's the Holy Spirit's work. The Bible says that salvation is the work of the Holy Spirit, not by your works, not by nothing you can do. You, you are a tool. You are a vessel to, to preach the word of God. Get that today. A burden for the lost. It's not easy to come by and it's not fake it in this place. But I'll tell you what, we'll have a burden for the loss the moment we start thinking about our family. The moment we start thinking about our best friends that are not saved. We're going to want to cry out for them. We're going to want to cry out. We're going to do whatever it takes to get on our knees and just before God and say, God, have mercy. God, save them. Send somebody. Use me. God, forgive them. And you'll be crying out. Tears will fall down. A burden for the lost. The fourth thing that hell has that you need, hell has a vision for heaven. I'll say it again. Hell has a vision for heaven. Verse 30. No father, Abraham, he said, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. A vision for heaven. Since there is a hell, how do you respond? Does that even change you? knowing that when you die, you will be with God. But if those who don't, nor are not with God today, that to stand in the right relationship with Christ, there is a hell. Since there is a hell, how do you respond? How would you move? How would you go and tell your friends and family? How would you do it? A vision for heaven. Preach work with heaven in mind. I'm not so afraid of heaven. I'm a, I have heaven in mind. Like there's going to be a party. The Bible says there's a party. Elaborate. The angels celebrate when, when someone gets saved. You know something? Heaven celebrates. They rejoice when someone gets saved. And over 500 people getting saved. Man, heaven was just having all-night parties. Come on now. A vision with heaven in mind. People, let me tell you. Let me get you this. Let me get this. This broke my life. This is not your home. This right here. I'm not talking about church. When you go back home, that's not your home. This is just a coming-by place. Your home is in heaven. Let that sit in your heart. This is not your home. Seventy years, you might have a family, you might do these great things. This is not what you're meant to be. You're meant to be with God. How does that affect you? Don't be self-centered on what I can get and what I can do. But rather go forth and preach His word. This is not your home. I'm going to tell everybody about God so they can be with me in heaven. Amen? Drunk on title, what's in it for you? Keep heaven in mind, not self in mind. I speak this to the leaders when we're doing things. I'm not going to try to get the benefit of something. But when you're preaching Jesus Christ, you're thinking, what's it in it for me? Well, I'm not going to tell my friends because well, you know, I don't get nothing out of it. Or I don't feel a reward in it. If you guys can stand to your feet, please. A burden for people. If you can do me a favor, you can start playing the song Holy. I want you to dim the lights in this place. It's a quick word. And let me tell you what I believe that we need to hear it. We heard it Tuesday. We heard it Tuesday in the response. Just the burden that God was putting on my heart for people. Just random people I never met before. I didn't understand it, but God was giving me his heart. And I saw people in a different light. God gave me his eyes. God gave me his ears. And I was listening and I was hearing what the people were saying. And I saw them and how they stayed. They thought they were better off without God. Some scorned God, some shame. Let me tell you what. I'll tell you what, your people. If I had the opportunity to send you guys to hell, I would do it. I would send each and every single one of you guys, including the leaders, to hell. I wouldn't leave you there. I never said I would leave you there, but let me tell you, I would send you to hell in a heartbeat so you can see. You can see people crying out to a God that won't hear him. You can see the thirst. You can see what they're saying, how they're saying, God, come down. But it's too late, my friends. But for you today, it's not too
1: late.
0: It's not too late for you people in this place Pointing in an attitude of prayer. I want you guys to close your eyes right now. Close your eyes right now. It's not too late. You hear this message. If I can send you to hell, I would send you there in a heartbeat so you can see the agony and the torture that people are going through right now. Crying out to God. God! God, come down! Now, people, I'm talking to His church. How would you respond? If you guys have that in mind, if you guys can see that, what would it be like? You'll quickly run back to your friends and family. You'll stop them. You'll shake them and say, hey, wake up. And you'll tell them about the love of Jesus Christ and what he's done in your life. With all eyes closed in this place. I know that this message comes without saying, but some of us are thinking, man, am I going to hell? Man, I know I came in today with things in my life that I'm not right with. Right now. Right now, I want you guys to start praying. I ask God for forgiveness. It's not about us today. It's not about your life and what you're doing. You guys should have that understanding. But if some of these need to accept Jesus Christ into your life, rededicate, just repent from sin. Do it now. Do it now because when I tell you, when I release you guys, we're coming up here and we're praying for people. We're praying for people. We're praying for people. We're asking God to save them. We're asking God to have mercy on their souls, on their lives. So right now, get it dealt with right now in your life, in your heart. If there's any sin that right now will stop you or you just keep on thinking of it in your prayer time, resolve that right now. Come on, ask God for forgiveness. We're not spending a lot of time in this right now, but I'm going to start releasing you guys to come up to these altars. And when I release you in front of these altars, I want you guys to run to these altars, so lift up your voice. And I want you to pray for souls. I want you to pray for your school. I want you to pray for your friends and family that don't know Jesus Christ. Hell is a real place. And not that we're just all hellbound or hell minded, but we understand that people without Jesus Christ are hellbound. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Father God, Lord, I ask that you will give us your heart. You will give us your heart. Father God, you will give us your heart for the burden for the burden of seeing people saved, Father God, for the lost. Father, give us your eyes right now in the name of Jesus, that you will place it upon our life, Father God, that we will run to these altars, that we will begin to intercede, Father God, that we will be thirsty for people, Father God, that we will cry out, Father God, that we will have a vision of heaven, Father God, and preach like there is no tomorrow, Father God. Preach your word in faith and authority, knowing that you've allowed us, that you've allowed us, you've given your spirit upon us, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, come. Come to these altars right now. Come. Come. Come on. Lift up your voice. Come on. Start crying out. Start crying out to the Lord. Come on. We're thirsty for souls in this place. Lord, save them. Have mercy, oh God. Have mercy on our families, oh God.
1: Lord, have mercy, Lord, on our friends. Save them, God. Save them, God. Save them, God. Oh will put a burning fire in us, oh God Oh put a
0: passion inside of us, oh God They will never be the same That we will never be the same, oh God That Father, we will realize that the place, Father God For those who have rejected
1: you Use us, Father, to go to the lost Come on, lift up your voice Cry out to the Lord, cry out to the Lord
0: Keep on crying out to the Lord today. I will send you to hell in a heartbeat, but you will understand. You will begin to cry out to God. You will ask God forgiveness for those people. Come on, intercede for them right now. Come on. Come on, begin to call my leaders up here. We're going to continue to pray mama Cynthia, I want you to come out here and cry out for the loss." Come on, so Can cry
6: out? Lord God. and your family members are on their way to this eternal punishment. I don't think you guys understand. There's people across.
7: Shundo rosha sarara, lift your voice before God. Shana mana shundo rosha baba sekete, romo moko kanda raba yache, robo yana na na shira. cry out we cry out for the lost we cry out for the dying we cry out for the broken we cry out 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 We know you are mighty to save God. We know you are mighty to save God. We know that you are the God of salvation. So we speak prophetically over these dry bones and we say, Live. We say, Get up. We say to the lost, You will be found. We say to the broken, You will be fixed. God, we say to every single demonic presence. You will be casted out in Jesus' name. Shondoroshe. God, our high schools. We will win them for you, Father. God, our friends. We call those things that are not as though they were. Shirabayo God, we will cry for these people. God, we will wait for these people. God, we will be broken. We will be broken before you, God. God, our mothers, our fathers, our sisters, our brothers, we call them my name. God, our friends, our teachers, the people walking down the street, God, the people at the bus stops, God, the people at the bars, at the clubs, God, we call them my name. Every single house represented around us, every single house in this city, God, the doctor's offices, we call them my name. God, the firefighters, the policeman Jesus God we call them by name. Save this city. Save this city. Come on, guys. Let's a war cry. Roshete. Roshete Break us, God. Come on, get broken before God. Break us, God. It's not okay with us. It's not okay that people are going to hell. So, Father, Jesus, Jesus,
8: Oh, Father, how great Your name is, Father. Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. For all the souls, Father, that have been preached to Jesus. Touch them right now, God. Wherever they at right now, God. Some people right now are just are thinking about it, Father. Touch their hearts, God. Others right now are still parting, are still going out. Father, touch them, Father. God, you have the power. You have the authority, Father. You are the King of Kings. You are the Lord of the Lords, Father. Hallelujah, Father. More of you, Jesus. The fire doesn't, doesn't stop in New Orleans, guys. Come on, guys. Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. More of you, Jesus. We're ready, Father. We're ready. Father, send us out, God. Send us out, Jesus. Father, let our family members, our friends, Father, bow down on their knees and proclaim you as King, Father. Father, I pray for the mothers and the fathers, Father, to fall on their knees and say, you are Lord. God, I pray for the brothers and the sisters and the cousins, Father, to bow down on their knees and say, you are Lord. Father, it's possible. We know it. At a point of our lives, we bowed down to our knees before and said, you are Lord. Father, I pray for the souls in this world, Jesus. Save the Father. Touch the Father. Touch them like they've never been touched before. A
1: spiritual punch
8: in the stomach, Father. Convict their hearts, Jesus. God, let them realize, Father, that you've been there all along, Jesus, that you never left them, Jesus. You were always there, and you have always been there, Father, and we thank you, Jesus, and we thank you, Father, for what you're going to do.
0: Hallelujah. I want some of my leaders to come around and start praying for students. I believe God has things for you, gifts. God's going to give you his spirit. God's going to give you his heart for the burden. And right now we're going to go around, we're going to pray these things on you. Let me tell you what, students, prepare for God to rock your life. Open up your hearts to receive what the Lord has. Some of you guys are going to be used, and the prophetic, some of you guys are going to be used to speak into people's lives, to bring life, to go ahead and preach God's word in boldness and in the faith that people will be saved, someone will be saved. So right now, I want my leaders to go ahead and pray for the burden of the loss upon our students' hearts. Pray things on them. Come on. Father, give us your eyes, Father God. Give us your ears, Father God. Give us your heart for the loss, O oh God. Though we don't ever want to be the same, we don't want to take hell lightly, but Father God, we ask that you would us with your spirit, O oh God. Set us ablaze. Set us ablaze, O oh God, to be on fire in this world, Father God. Oh, let us be men and women on fire, filled with your spirit, going forth and proclaiming the word of the Lord. This is the day of salvation, declares the Lord. This is the day of salvation, Father. We receive it. Spirit come upon us. Spirit power come upon us. Power in Jesus' name. Power
1: in Jesus' And be filled.
0: Father, we receive. Come on, we receive come on noah to come up
1: here
0: and just start praying come on
9: jesus give us a heart of compassion lord god break our hearts for what breaks your heart lord god let us see a lost person and just break our hearts when we see them, Lord God. That we would not want to let them see them go to hell, Lord God. That we would do whatever it takes, Lord. We would do whatever it takes to bring that person over for you, Lord. We know their destination if they do not find you. We know where they end up if they do not go to you, Lord God. We do not want to see that for our friends. We do not want to see that for our loved ones. We do not want to see that for a stranger or for an enemy, Lord God. We will call upon your name. Jesus, save this nation, Lord God. Save this generation, Lord. Save Chicago. Save shirts, Lord God. Save Clemente, Lord God. Save Lane Tech in the name of Jesus. We plead your blood over these lives right now, Lord God. We shall not, Lord God. We are more than conquerors through you right now. Lord, do your works through us, Lord God. We submit ourselves, Lord God, that you can do your works through us, Lord. Continue to share us, Lord. Rock our lives. Rock these schools, Lord God. Turn them upside down for you, Lord God. We are taking our city back in the name of Jesus. We are taking our schools back in the name of Jesus. Jesus, do your works in the mighty name of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. We plead your blood over it right now. We take our stand today. We take our stand today in the mighty name of Jesus.
0: So Come on, start speaking in tongues in this place. Come on, when you run out of words to say the Bible says that he speaks on our behalf. When you run out of words to say the Spirit says he speaks on your behalf, lest you not know it, angels are going forth on your behalf. They're going forth. The Holy Spirit is moving. Come on, lift up your voice and start speaking in tongues korre rebebe
1: soko roboso kona namase ke arraba soko komo korra mama maseke terebe soko si soko roboso soko na namama maseke terebe soko kosiana mama seke si karaba baseke na mama soko kona mama maseke terebe soka si anama mama soko choroboso soka hallelujah hallelujah Come
0: on, come on. Right now, right now, everybody stand up to your feet in attitude of prayer. Everybody stand up to your feet. Those who are at the front, those who are in the back, please come up to the front. Listen to me right now in attitude of prayer. Let the Holy Spirit lead this way. I want us to break up in groups of three. Groups of three or four, and I want a leader in each group, but I want us to start crying out for our schools. I want us to start crying out for our schools, your, your school. I want us to cry out for our families. Come cool. Break up right now in, in three and four. Right now, I want the leaders to help on now. And let's keep that same passion. Let's keep that same fire. Let's come in agreement with our brothers and sisters. Let's come in agreement with what God is doing. And let's lift up each other's word. And let's say, we believe in God for this. I'm believing God for your parents. I'm believing God for your siblings. I'm believing God for your school. Come on come on leaders once you got your three start praying start praying and bring heaven down come on as it is on heaven on earth as it is on heaven come on so come on let's call it down let's call it down come on and lift up your voice come on let's persevere right now come on just a couple moments more give us your burden God give us your burden Father God we cry out for our schools and we take them back in Jesus name we declare it is ours in Jesus name we declare the holy nation the holy generation in Jesus name that Father God it will no longer be an age of violence but an age of holiness Father use us use us Lord Father
1: come on
0: Mama say,
1: Mama say, Come on, yours, God. We you, Lord. God, oh God. God save sirs, oh God. Save Foreman, oh God! Save Lane Tech, oh God! Save our high schools, oh God! Save Chicago! Oh na mama seke terere, oh na mama seke, oh na mama se, oh na mama seke, oh mama seke terere bebeso. Come on, let's believe it. Let's believe it. Oh na mama seke terere bebesoka, oh na mama. Una mama sexy there baby show ko mama sexy there baby show mama mama sexy right now Una mama 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 baby we Lift up the voice. Oh, Ramama, Sana, Mama, 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 We want more, Mama, 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 Mama,
0: Come on, let's keep on lifting up our voice right now. Cosia
1: raba baba ba 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 se ke mama mama se ke re so ko. mama se ke babe so ka mama. Ona na mama seke babe soca. Sona na mama se ke re baby Sona na mama se ke
0: raba ma mama se ke re baby Come on course yeah, nah, 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 nah. Come on, take the next two minutes and begin to wrap it up. Begin to come in agreement. Begin to bind things. Take these next two minutes right now to finish up in prayer. Come on, to see what the Holy Spirit is doing right now in your life and what he's going to do in the lives of the people that you're praying for. Come on. These next two minutes. Come on. Come on, one more minute right now. One more minute, begin to close out. I want you guys, once you're done closing out, I want you to come up to this altar right now. We're going to close in a worship song, giving glory, giving praise to our God who's already made a way. See, what you didn't know about he's already made a way for your friends and family. He's already made his way through his son, Jesus Christ. Come on. Come on, 30 seconds more. I want everybody that's praying to come up and join us in this worship song come on come on, these next 10 seconds close it up and I want Adolfo to play that song again from the beginning we're going to give we're going to give hell a run for its money, amen come on I'm believing, I'm believing. I'm seeing a crazy people right now. I'm seeing people that are thirsty for the Lord. They're thirsty to see their family, their friends saved. Oh, that if someone were to get thirsty in this place, if someone were to get thirsty in this place, hungry for the Lord to move, if some of you were to get thirsty, what will happen? I want everybody to join us at the front right now. Play this song all over again. We're going to worship to this song right now. Come on, God. We're going to praise God right now. I want to praise God because he made a way. And you're here as a testimony that he made a way. You're here as a testimony that he made a way from you, even in your roughest times. My God is able. Amen. Come on, let's worship the Lord right now. Lift it up right now. Come on come on, still cry out come on, begin to speak in tongues come on, let's worship him right now oh, yes, you are able, God oh, Father, we believe that your spirit is before us And if you are with us, who can stand against us? Come on, I speak greater is he who's in you than he who's in this world.
1: Come
0: on, lift it up in this place. Lift up the music. Come on.
1: Come on, lift it up. Come on, lift it up. Come on, lift it up, so oh, you're okay. oh. Oh, yeah, our heart's desire, Lord. Come on, living flame of love. So, yeah, living flame of
0: Come baptize us in a fire. Oh, Holy Spirit, send your
1: fire. Come on, let's worship the Lord. Let's sing it out. Love, Oh. We wanna know how high out deep power is. Love, love, love. We wanna know how high our deep
0: power Love, love, love. We want is. Love, Oh, come on. Just praise Him right now for the next 10 seconds. Give Him your highest praise. Go give Him a shout of praise. Come on, and lift up your voice. Come on. Come on. Come on, five more seconds. Give Him your highest praise. Give Him your highest praise. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, give God a hand, clap of praise in this place. Oh, Father God, we thank you right now for your Holy Spirit. Young people in an attitude of prayer, I want you to know this. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Greater is He who's inside, who's in you, than He who's in the world. Let me guess what? You carry the Spirit of the Lord inside of you. Come on, you walk in freedom, you walk in that same authority. Jesus came and gave us the authority. If we're authority, that means that someone's without authority. Come on now. Come on, get that. Someone's without authority today. If we're carrying the authority, come on now, let's declaim these things. Let's not give up hope. Let's keep on coming together and praying for it. It's not that I pray for it once and then settled. No, we keep on coming to God and praying, interceding. That's what that means. Keep on. That means to pray and pray ceasingly without stopping. Young people, what happened, what God did in your heart today, that passion, that burden for the lost, for your family, and friends, for your school, for the city, for the nation, for the world. Let that stay. Come on, keep on coming to God and say, God, fill my heart. I don't want to go cold, God. I won't go cold to it. I'm calling out my sake, okay? Father, I pray right now that you give them strength. It's not a burden that they can carry on their own, but Father, they have the Holy Spirit inside of them. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would come, you invade their life, that you would wake them up in the midnight hour, Father God, to pray. Father God, they don't even understand why they're waking up so early in the morning. It's not usual for them. But, Lord, you put somebody on their heart, they'll realize they'll fall to their knees, they'll start crying out for them right then and there. And I pray for divine interruptions in Jesus' name. (laughs) Come on, God, that we're just eating at our lunch table. And, God, you give us a word for our friend to let them know that you love them. Oh, God, Lord, I'm looking at a young people that are radical and thirsty for you. God, I pray against every distraction in Jesus' name, Father God, that they will look at your cross, Father God. They will consider everything behind them rubbish, Father God. To consider everything in front of them, just your love and everything to gain in you. May they run the race with heaven in mind. I thank you, God. (laughs) I thank you, God, because you've already went before us, your Holy Spirit's inside of us. What more do we need? Thank you, God. Thank you, God. You are able to make all these things possible. We're not wasting our time. We're not wasting breath. It doesn't go in vain, but, Father God, your word goes and it goes and it accomplishes the thing that it was intended to. Your word says that. And, Father, I pray that you would build up our faith for these things that we're praying for, Father God. At times our faith may be shaken, but, Father God, I pray, Lord, that you would remind us of who you are. The Bible says this, young people, listen, be still, know that I am God. In times when things don't make sense, in times when your prayer seems like it's going in vain, be still and know that he is God. And you'll pray and you'll intercede and you'll cry out before the Lord and let your faith build up. Father, pray that you do these things. Do these things, Father God, that, Lord, it'll start tomorrow. It'll start tonight. Father, we make up our friends that who didn't come to elevate, Father God, and let them know about a love that saves. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming into this place and messing us up. God, we allow you every single time. God, if it's this good, God, we just leave the doors wide open. No more resisting, Father God. We thank you. Have your way, Father God, today, tomorrow. The day after tomorrow, Father God, the days to come. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. Come on, give God a hand clap of praise. Come on. Come on, before you leave, I want you to.